This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. End of the road, but we're in luck. Publishers are interested just like Jim the Duck. I doubt it. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail Greenville with all of our friends. The brightest timeline never goes away. Community building is here to stay. Get out of here. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking about the, wait for it, penultimate episode of Community. That's season six, episode 12, Wedding Videography. Hello, everybody. I am Josh Wiggler. I am joined here by my co-host who can eat cake or go to hell, Jess Sterling. (laughs) Hi, it's me. <laughs> Are we? I, I thought this was a wedding. I'm sorry. I came uh, here. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever podcasted from a wedding before? No. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I? Me neither. I was just wondering. What have? I was just wondering. Uh, you know, live long enough. You never know. Anything's you podcasted. Possible. What's the strangest venue you've podcasted from, Jess? Mm, a hotel room. A hotel room. That's pretty normal. That's not strange. It's like, not well, strange. I mean, like, it's really like. Okay, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. We're going to workshop it. We're going to workshop it. Of course, we are here down to the wire on community building with just two episodes left, and we are going to take one of them down today, and we are not alone videoing this entire episode of the podcast. Uh, Frankly, she's been videoing all of community building all along the way, and we are very excited for her to step out from behind the camera. It's your friend and mine from the Who a podcast the great i can't wait to say this you ready melissa wood warrior hey you go white people you know yeah (laughs) melissa you've really been good at validating us uh here along the way you know the secret to uh white podcasters just Mm -hmm. validate us nonstop. this man knows how to podcast (laughs) look at him yeah i just know that you know much like myself we just need some encouragement from time to time yeah it is that kind of thing where it's like oh a nice bit of feedback that says you go they keep going Mm -hmm. like that really does work Uh, i think there's something to this i think i'm always on to something yeah it's always one of those things where like one negative comment will just like you need like 10 positive comments before you can get past that like one bad thing so yeah yeah the ratio is important we need all the encouragement we can get apparently yes uh well we need all the help that we can get so we're thrilled to have you here melissa as we are saying goodbye starting to say goodbye (laughs) to community here via the nuptials of one garrett does garrett have a last name what was it again garrett i don't know what's called garrett crisis uh garrett, <laughs> garrett c alert uh lambert has... i was gonna say he definitely L- does have a last name because they say it uh certainly the yes uh to garrett and stacy lambert guiding us out of community uh or guiding us towards a community finale at the very least one last romp before the community finale um melissa could you believe that this journey is almost over Absolutely not. I so I don't actually remember the exact podcast that brought me into the PSR community. Uh, that well, basically from the very beginning, I joined the Patreon. But it was like there was one podcast, and I'm pretty sure it was community building in which you were talking about the Discord. And I was like, you know what? That seems really fun. I think I should check that out. So, like, this is the podcast that started it all. You know, yeah. in some in some really wonderful ways, and I think has you know. I don't think it's uh, that really an exaggeration at all to say has changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite lovely. It's really lovely. It's been such a blast to do community building all these years now. Years now. Oh, Uh, oh, I'm so old. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, of the three people on this podcast right now. You listen, I I twinged my neck by sneezing earlier this week. So I have every right. (laughs) Yeah, that's how you know. I believe I did warn you when you turned 30. I was like, the random pain is just going to start now. Aches and pains. Aches and pains and burns are on your way. And Mm. some heartache is on our way uh, here as a listen. I have to I have to be very honest. We said on the podcast last week week that if we reached a thousand patrons of post show recaps <laughs> by 11 59 59 p.m mm-hmm. on the east coast on new year's eve 2023 that we would just restart community from the beginning uh we're not we're nowhere close we're nowhere close <laughs> nowhere close nothing has happened nothing has changed uh but you never know you never know there's still plenty of time but for now we're here to talk about what I am to understand, Jess, is a really beloved episode of Community yeah. as Garrett and Stacy are going to the chapel and they're going to get married. It's incredible. People love this episode. Yeah. And you can see why. Because, first of all, it's like a pretty good ensemble episode in terms of like most people get things to do. And it's really like the study group just being a-holes like they usually are, you know? Like <laughs> uh-huh. they're just doing terrible things. Garrett is front and center, which we love in an episode. Uh, and just the shenanigans, the twist, everything about this episode is pure joy. I do think it takes a very, 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 very long time. But Elroy gets like his best moment. This is the Elroy moment I was telling you about, Josh, that I was yeah. like, this is the one that I, this is how I remember Elroy. He's like, look at this man wearing those pants. Yeah, and you go for that asparagus. <laughs> it's so perfect. Yeah. He gets into real cheerleader mode in this episode, Melissa. Elroy does. Yeah, it's really lovely. And uh, gosh, it's about time. Uh, I was... So I told Jess this, I didn't remember exactly where I fell off in community, but I knew I'd never finished it. Yeah. Uh, And so when in preparing for this podcast, uh, much like the great Jess Sterling herself, I am nothing if not thorough. So I went back and started at series four because I was like, at some point in four or five, I dropped out. You left. Yes. Start at four and make my way through. So I binged all of four and five and the rest of six in leading up to this and uh, I got to say, series six, I think, is worse than series four. And wow. that feels like a sacrilegious a, thing to say. A powerful take. Yeah, I think I'm just a big enough fan of Donald Glover that, like, having him, even if yeah. he's written badly, is still better than not, not having, having him. Not having him at all. Yeah. And I did not enjoy this season until the previous episode. Yeah. So I sat through 10 episodes of series six that I... Did not enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would be very interested to sort of like go back if we get to that 1K level. Uh, I'd be very interested <laughs> to to go, to go back and reevaluate season four versus season six because, like, for me, there's just like clearly no question that these are the two at the bottom. Um, yeah. But does season four ever achieve highs that this season has delivered so far? I don't, for me, think so. But I think that the point of like. Well, at least Troy is there uh, is a really, really good point. And I think that he's been really, really missing here. Um, But I do think of of the study group that we have. uh, This is probably their most cohesive episode as a unit. Like, I don't think that any one character, maybe other than Elroy in this episode, really stands apart from the rest all that much for me like i don't think that there is like a knockout home run from any one individual member of the study group for me in this episode but if you were to rate the study group as a character with the meow meow beans jess i'd give the study group five meow meow beans in this episode does that make sense of course they're also chaotic it's 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 so chaotic see them work together to destroy something accidentally you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. just perfect everyone has their role and everyone has these like little moments. It's just Britta's dancing alone. It's <laughs> incredible. Chang falls over a bush. Britta like, does an Aubrey Plaza. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, good. Great, eh? Yeah. Everyone does Garrett impressions, which are also incredible. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, it's great. It's fun. It's fun. So we're going to yeah. talk it through. Of course, if you're not subscribed already, you should do so. Postyourrecaps.com slash community is the RSS link. When you search by URL, you can also just search Post Show Recaps Community Building 
wherever you get your podcasts. Hit subscribe, rate, and review. Greatly appreciated. As we mentioned, we live for the validation. Validate us. Uh, so rate the podcast, review the podcast. And if you want to get more involved, you can send us emails community at postshowrecaps.com uh, to rate all the episodes. We would love to get your ratings for the episodes and also any feedback that you want to send in. And if you want to go even deeper uh, into the madness, you, much like Melissa Woodwario, could become a patron of Post Show Recaps and join us in that Discord. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash postshowrecaps, sign up for the Discord, come hang out with us there. We would love to see you. So let us begin. Jess, Wedding Videography. It is directed by Adam Davidson. It is written by Dan Harmon and Briggs Hatton. It originally airs on May 26th, 2015. And we will discuss it on the other side of a quick commercial break. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk this one through. Yeah. Um, we start the episode with Jeff making a scotch on the rocks with Ice just chilling in his desk. Yeah. <laughs> just like, how? But okay. Jeff's just been desk drinking, huh? I mean... He'd be I desk drinking like, all season long. Frankie has a point about how much alcohol yeah. he consumes on a community college premises. It's a lot. Just saying. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, so Abed is making another documentary, but he won't say who it's for. And then we get Garrett. He's yeah. prepared something for extra credit. It's a PowerPoint, and it's about marriage law. This <laughs> is me, Garrett. I'm in your class. This is Stacy. She's in our class as well. This is what I want. And, and he proposes. Like married, and Jeff is like, oh, no. But it worked, Melissa. It happened. The PowerPoint yeah. proposal went through. This was, first of all, had you asked me earlier if in a future episode, Garrett would propose some, to somebody and they would say yes, I would have said absolutely not. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Um, but my bigger question is, do you recognize Stacy? Do either of you know who she is? I have as no the actor idea. Who plays her? No. Oh, no. Now I feel bad. I'm supposed to remember. I, I don't know who that is. No, I don't. So I recognized her immediately. The blonde hair threw me off for a second. But this is Erin McGathy, future wife at this time, current ex-wife of one Dan Harmon. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, I, someone did tell me that and I forgot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So well, I, I knew her, at one point. I knew her because she's on Harmon Quest, right? Uh, which again, highly recommend people watch. It is yeah. a very good time. Is that but an yeah, ongoing thing, Harmon Quest. No, it did three seasons, I okay. believe, and then it was always one of those like, will somebody pick it up? Will they make another one? Yeah, uh, it seems to be a common theme in Dan Harmon's work. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I think it's a really fun show, but I don't think it's still going on. I think. Dan Harmon was sort of hit with uh, some controversy. Some kind, some mild kind of amount of controversy. In the bin, so yeah. Following Dan Harmon. Who could be surprised about that? Uh, well, I could be surprised that Garrett ends up being the one who is getting married in this episode. I had had it incepted in my mind. And am I misremembering something involving Leonard? Uh, getting married. I thought that Leonard was going to be the one yeah. who got married in this episode. Did Leonard was Leonard at a ceremony earlier in the show that I'd be conflating with a marriage I thing? I don't think so. I don't remember. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I just Mandela so. affected myself into thinking sure. that Leonard was going to get married in this one. So we I want love for episode. Leonard. I Are walked you confusing it with the Jeff and Bretta, uh, Bretta, Britta, um one? Isn't it in like series, season yes. one or two? Yes, there's a moment where they're going to get married and Leonard's involved in that in some capacity. Yeah, and so, who is it that shows up singing? It's like the actual uh, singer. So what, the episode where Jeff and Britta are going to get married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I we think that that's right. Because that song, Andre, right. Andre shows up singing because it's actually Shirley and Andre's like maybe. renewal vows or something. Yeah, maybe it's Shirley's yeah. wedding. Um, Aaron's in the chat saying, Shirley's wedding? Uh, yeah. 
Surely that's right. Uh, so yeah. that's what I was expecting. And then it turns out that this is the Garrett wedding episode. I was delighted. Mm-hmm. Would have loved to have seen a Leonard wedding episode, but a Garrett wedding episode. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Here for it. For sure. We, we get like they've been dating for 16 months. We get a little bit of like Garrett's version of how they met. Yeah. Uh, and then we have another talking head with Jeff where he's just like he looks like strange. Like he has a weird look on his face. And Jeff, I really love this comeback from Jeffrey says, are you still smelling the hair of Frankie and Annie to tell them apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so sick and messed up. Yeah. Uh, and Garrett like is excited and he's like uh, celebrating in class. He just goes, I'm getting laid. I'm getting laid. <laughs> yeah. So he's pumped. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Very happy about that. We get a really iconic Abed and Annie scene. Where I feel like people really, really love this. Where this they're is basically... so weird. Like Annie's like <laughs> making out with the camera. Well, yeah, they're making her missing lover footage. So if she ever gets kidnapped or murdered, her love will be able to watch this footage. That's so weird. It's like <laughs> I don't want to kink shame Annie. I don't want to kink shame anyone who is, is into like missing lover footage but i feel like uh missing lover footage is a weird thing this is like a weird Certainly strange bit annie views it as romantic and abed views it as something to film so there you go i think yeah, even lover footage in the event up. of getting murdered or kidnapped mm-hmm. um yeah i guess yeah that's... i think i'm okay kink shaming that i'm yeah. okay yeah that's <laughs> weird I think that one's weird. Yeah. <laughs> even even yeah. Britta thinks it's weird because she says, oh, super healthy guys, the health department called. They want don't want anything back. Yeah. And Britta's from New York, so she knows super weird. Uh, so, yeah. Very, very, very yeah. funny, though. Uh, really good Allison Brie moment. Um, and so now Britta's going to be talking about Garrett. She's like trying to remember who Garrett is. The eccentric looking guy. Uh, What's happening? Yeah. Everything's going wrong. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> she does a really good Garrett impression. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The I, I I didn't take enough notes to like rank the Garrett impressions, but I like Britta's got a pretty. <laughs> I, I actually Britta's is good. I think Annie's is pretty great. There's yeah, yeah. they're yeah. all really they're all great. And like I love this is what I wish we got more of in season six is getting like how Britta, Annie, and Abed live together and function together because Annie is bugging Britta about cleaning their apartment, and then we get like. I love the behind the scenes shots of like Annie's talking to the camera while Britta's trying to empty this litter box and she's like gagging mm-hmm. and Annie's talking about how Relatable. their apartment is basically the staging ground. Everybody's going to get ready here. We're going to keep everybody on time. They're going to pregame at the apartment. Yeah. 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 And they're not even their friends isn't even adequate. They're an intensely intimately bonded crew. Yeah, they are it's unhealthy. Uh, so they're getting ready. Uh, they're doing, uh, Annie and Britta are doing their nails. Yep. Flashy and forward or cherry and classic. Mm-hmm. Those are your options, but. What Melissa is flashy and forward? I feel like I can understand cherry and classic. Was it blue? It was bl- yeah, it was a blue. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I understand Britta wanting black nails. I think they're back. Yeah. I don't think, did they ever leave? I don't know. I've been dressing like it's 90s grunge for the last four decades. I so think I that you've been doing it right then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we ever should have left the 90s. Uh, just podcasts about that on the regular. I do, I do love the 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah, so... I have a and, question. Yeah. Whose cat was Britta scooping cat litter for in the last scene? Hers. Does she have a cat? Okay. She has multiple cats. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One bitch hangs hand. That's Can right. That's hand. right. Yeah, hand. Her reaction to all of that made me a little bit concerned for the health and safety of her cats. Because I was like, yes. if you're having such a reaction, you either don't scoop litter boxes regularly, yeah. as you should, or that particular litter box is particularly bad, in which case somebody needs to go to a vet. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. True. Like, listen, I've occasionally pet sit for my brother who has a cat and litter box is a nasty litter oh, yeah. box is a nasty 100%. i would rather nasty. i yeah. know people like there's a whole cat versus dog debate that's not even what we're here to do oh just okay say, good good if an animal poop outside <laughs> yeah. i'm all for it i know who does that fight yeah uh-huh. because i can't with the like the scoopage it's a lot it's a lot. I've got that new As litter. As to whatever you do outside with yeah, it. You yeah, you gotta but scoop least, that up with your hands. It's, it's, no, but it's not the poo. It's not the poo smell. It's the uh-huh. whatever that litter box stuff is doing in there that like gets in your nostrils and it stays there. Yeah, the, like I've, play or whatever. I yeah. actually I the uh, the wood pellet 
litter box stuff is ideal. My cats are dumb and will not, don't understand that that's what it's for. So I don't have it, but my mom has it and you like can't smell anything. It's amazing. So, and it's better for the environment. I've got Love the, that. the odor absorbent stuff, uh, mm. and it's flushable. So it's fl- what it flushes. Yeah. You can flush it. Good stuff. That's wild. Good stuff okay. has made life so much easier because sometimes I'd get nervous to like walk out into my hallway and have to meet a stranger and like one of my neighbors and, and you're like, holding cat poop. Uh, I'm holding cat poop and I'm like, that's oh, to me that's an yeah. excuse to get away from someone because they try to talk to you and you're like, sorry, I got cat poop. Bye. I got cat poop. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I would I would just talk to them and I'd be holding cat poop that's in my so hand. So awkward. Yeah. That yeah, is very strange. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Britta wants the black nail polish and. Annie also is routinely like jimming the camera from the office. She's like making faces. Yeah. What do we think about the fact that this penultimate episode of community, like, uh, Melissa, this is, this is like around the office parks and rec, all of this stuff, like the mockumentary style is the sitcom and community like resisted that, but their second to last episode is basically of that style. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on this choice. I, I mean, I certainly don't mind the occasional thing, especially because I very quickly forget that this is the style of the whole thing. Like, I yeah. feel like all throughout the wedding, it kind of stops playing into that side of things. So it's fine. I did enjoy the use of jimming as a verb because uh, I think we all like instantly knew what he meant. And mm-hmm. there was a moment where someone asked like, what? And I was like, no, no, no. You know what that means. Everybody yeah. knows exactly what that means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, everyone knows what jimming is. And Frankie arrives <laughs> and... You gotta love Frankie, who's like never been to a slumber party in her life. She's like, listen, I brought my wedding clothes with me so that we could get dressed together and be girls together. Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't understand the point of any of this. And it's <laughs> when they're trying to have small talk of like, how are you? And she's like, oh, I thought I already said. And she's like, well, just let's pretend we didn't hear. And then you could just say it again. <laughs> it's she has rocks thrown at her, Melissa. I know. I loved this so much because it like it is a truly ridiculous idea of like, I'm going to get ready enough to leave my home, but not in the outfit that I'm ultimately going to be wearing. So I have to like bring a second like get readying outfit before I get ready in the rather than just getting ready one time. Like the whole idea is stupid and ludicrous. And yet it's more fun to like do your hair and makeup yeah. and stuff together than it is to do it all on your own. So I understand. And, you know, you could be like hanging out with your friends. Although I will admit the guys all show up in the outfits that they're getting ready. And so only the girls have to do this part, but. Well, that's cause that's like, that's how it, like, when gender, you know, with society and gender, that was like the way it was done. Like yeah. the men just show up wearing what they're going to wear. Yeah. And they're already ready. And yeah. the women have to like, congregate and do the whole thing together yeah i had to help my friend at his wedding put like his um his like uh what are they called like the cuffs the cuffs oh yeah cuffs Mm. shirt cuffs sleeve cuffs whatever cufflinks cufflinks is what it is uh but just for pictures he could have done it Mm -hmm. on his own yeah with his own hands didn't have to do anything oh i guess is right we just get to show up you do just get to show up it's not entirely fair at all it really isn't. There's like no. this, like, it's like I could go to the bathroom on my own, you know, uh-huh. but it's like really impossible <laughs> when you're out with the group and it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Out. It's like, I'll come with. It's like, well, I think I've got this, but okay. <laughs> Although I am reminded. Just I'm a grown up. I can go to the bathroom <laughs> on <can>. my own. <laughs> I don't make the rules. I'm reminded of a D&D session years ago now oh. in which uh, you got some really like key information because I remember like hounding you in the chat be like, just all of the best secrets are exchanged in the washer. And I, uh-huh. follow, I was like, come on, girls, we've got to go together. It's yeah. time. Oh, man. <laughs> also, speaking of like compliments and words of affirmation, much uh, so many compliments are shared in the, the women's bathroom at a bar. I will oh, just absolutely. say that. You can't leave without being like, oh, my God, your lips like that lipstick. Perfect. Yeah. You've never felt so good about yourself than when you're like just about to leave the women's washroom Mm -hmm. at a bar or club. Yeah. 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 Uh, And yeah, so they're just they're just awkwardly drinking some martinis together. And (laughs) when they ask Frankie what she's been up to, she just says working and tending to her personal affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Personal (laughs) affairs. No personal details. Uh, She's very good at keeping it close to the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's when the boys arrive Jeff, Dean, Elroy, and Chang and they bring the party and Britta and Annie padded the time because they knew the guys would be late and this is when Jeff says 
Well, you don't need perfect people to make a perfect team. You need people whose flaws feed into each other. It's, um, and Frankie pops in and goes, codependency. 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 It's true. He calls it synergy. I think it's synergy. I think yeah. Frankie's yeah. probably right. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like the difference between like who's, because he's not saying that their strengths complement each other. It's not that like Annie's strength for organization uh, and like Jeff's strength for improvising out of sticky situations. It's like, no, no, no. Their inability to show up on time and Annie's need to like fill a hole and by like helping other people and being there and being like needed by other people. It's like, no, no, mm -hmm. no. You're just like exacerbating these flaws rather yeah. than actually like helping each other with your strengths i don't know it does it's two sides of the same coin but i do see uh yeah it's quite funny they called it cooperative calligraphy but i think it could have been codependent calligraphy yeah. <laughs> it's true uh. and then they play a game of celebrities who marry garrett uh -huh. and one person has to be garrett and the other person has to be a different celebrity so they do jack nicholson uh -huh. they do christian slater and then I mean, Britta does an incredible Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I can't do it. That was weird what I did. It wasn't quite it. Uh, but then they realize they've played the game for so long that now they're running late for the wedding and no one's ready. <laughs> but they leave Chang behind and Chang is helpless in the middle of the apartment. I'm home alone. <laughs> and Abbott's like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> right like, no, here. Not. He's here. And he also like is like with a film crew. Yeah. Uh, Jeff comes back and takes Chang. Poor Chang. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he just like runs after him like a <laughs> tiny child. Yeah. He's just, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, at the wedding, Todd is the officiant and he goes on this long tangent he, he about He comes God. to believe in uh, like uh, uh, that Todd might be take out the T, replace it with a G. Uh, Todd the God, Melissa. Do we do we worship uh, at the at the altar of Todd the God? No, no, the absolutely not. Yeah. No, I, uh, no, 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 um, <laughs> no. Yeah, but any one of us could be a god. It's true. That's what Do he says. Do we want to be? Seems like a lot of work. Seems like a lot of responsibility. But that being yeah. said, if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. That is true. These are important rules that yeah, we all It's the same answer as if ask someone asks you if you want to be an alliance. You just always say yes. You say yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you, you did you it. get the the reference Josh just made, Jess? No, it's a Ghostbusters. Reference. You ever Ghostbusted before? Oh, I've Ghostbusted one time. That's just the one time. Just the one time. Just Sterling. All That's right, the we'll one work time. That. Yes, <laughs> Ghostbusters building coming soon uh, on the other side of community <laughs> building. We just watched the Ghostbusters movies on a loop. I mean, it's probably been thirty years, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, more than thirty oh, years. So you're it's it's, it's yeah. too late. It's Sorry. way outside of the thirty years. Right. I don't know time. Unfortunately, yeah, it wouldn't um, be fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we walk in on Garrett's vows. Uh, Stacy, <laughs> when I first saw you, looking at you made me feel good. Touching uh -huh. you felt better, and knowing you made me realize that without you, I'm incomplete. I know I look pretty complete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone in the audience someone over there laughed at that the wrong way the wrong way yeah uh you are my body and my soul you are my favorite video game yeah i feel like yeah. it wasn't that bad up until the you are my favorite video i think you're my favorite video game's cute i like that i think, I think it's cute other cute. than him being weirdly like angry that people laughed at his <laughs> thing that was supposed to be a joke yeah yeah he didn't like that part he didn't i like will say piece. this next part is where garrett loses me and i hate this man now <laughs> Wait, what does he do? Where so the study group sneaks in, they show up. Yeah, but sneaking is really not the appropriate word because they're shushing each other so yeah. loudly that everyone is just like, "Hey, you could sit down, you know, like come join us." Yeah. Have yeah. you ever been late to a wedding, either of you? No. I was almost late to a wedding once, and I nearly killed my husband over it. Yeah. <laughs> because I. I don't do late. Yeah, that's um, why I laughed when Josh asked this question. I was like, I was Jess, very, Jess and I late to a wedding? No. Very, yeah. very angry. I was but late once, on and it wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do a single thing I wrong. I don't believe this right I now. I swear to God, no. They The bus left 15 minutes earlier than they said it was going to leave but from the hotel. The and they didn't uh, take us into account. And so we had to then like scramble and get Uber. into our car and drive an hour away to get to the venue. And we showed up and like uh, vows were being read and it was very uncomfortable and we were really disappointed and we felt really awkward about it. But I contend that it's not 
That one wasn't the on us. Bus's fault. Okay. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was honestly the parents of the groom's fault. Big time shade on them. But I did get some like pint glasses with the decals of like the wedding on it, and I still use them to drink cold waters every day. I secretly hate when people give glasses out at weddings. Oh, these ones are really good. Though. I never use Great them. I'm glasses. like, I don't want a glass with your name on yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's not a lot of wedding like takeaways. Edible has to be edible. If it's not edible, Edible, what are we doing? Or like, has to be edible. Occasionally, I get like seeds. You could plant. Love that wildflower seeds. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Or edible, also good. Or drinkable. Anything like wine, I'm for. Um, But yeah, Stacey's vows are really funny because this is something that is so common in in vow writing where she only says things that she like likes about him and garrett calls it up he's like those aren't really vows they're just mm-hmm. a list of things you love about me yeah <laughs> and Melissa is pissed. Uh-huh. I, like this is the first of many times that we see garrett is just gonna like put stacy down he is gonna do it mm-hmm. like four different times in this episode and i'm like woman run the red yeah. flags they are there this man does not respect you or treat you well and it is your wedding day like yeah. i was not happy this is the first time that i was like why are you saying anything in front of crisis our alert crisis like, alert very acceptable thing where she's yeah. like mm-hmm. you know sort of describing the idea of like their life together and the things that she enjoys doing for but again they're all like things i enjoy doing for you so stacy is like just as culpable in some of this but i'm yeah. just oh gosh Love giving you your painkillers every day like mm. dude get your own painkillers it's yeah. not that hard <laughs> they have You're those little boxes and they have the days on them and everything exactly you might be just in too much pain to get to them stop from it. what he's fine <laughs> he's fine from whatever he needs the painkillers for no he's fine no you're all right you're right you're uh, right stacy yeah. run away <laughs> run away run away from garrett everyone uh, thinks they're nailing this they're all like we're the best wedding guests of all time yeah. up until garrett's mom is like listen can you just not wreck the night for everyone yeah because they know yeah big their reputation precedes mom. them yeah and so yeah. instead of just chilling and like just being cool and he's like we're gonna be the best wedding guests of all time yeah. yeah yeah and so they are they get to know everybody yeah i mean yeah britta dances yeah she's dancing uh and elroy is validating <laughs> this is the best yeah. he says mm-hmm. from 2006 to 2009 he was addicted to encouraging white people now there's, now there's meatballs <laughs> yeah it's so good he's just like this man knows exactly what he's doing mm-hmm. yeah he <laughs> wanted the cheat code want encouragement yeah, yeah. uh it doesn't matter <laughs> what for uh now oh. that's a container for liquid yeah, he just says white people are very discouraged and very discouraging to each other. And yeah. this is when we witness, as Melissa stated, Stacy and Garrett are like each getting their food at the buffet line. Now, Garrett is getting an excessive amount of meatballs. Yeah. And he's like yelling at Stacy about the way she's getting the asparagus. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> in comes Lori with, now that's the way to handle meatballs. That's how you handle meatballs. Working that asparagus. Working that asparagus. <laughs> Yeah. Elroy helped them out with their fight. They were fighting and Elroy showed up and he had them bond over the ways in which they handled their wedding food. But what were they what were they fighting about? Yeah. Just the fact that she was like getting asparagus. Meanwhile, Garrett's over here like a child just pouring meat. Do you know what your pee's gonna smell like tonight? <laughs> Why yeah. did he have so many meatballs? They're because he is anything. a child. He well, is maybe a they're grown really good. child. It could be I really meatballs. tasty meatballs. I mean, they didn't look particularly appetizing. They didn't say. look particularly great. They didn't. They oh, looked goodness. like uh, they looked like they were probably like dry. That's what I was. Not like, enough sauce. Uh, no, they looked saucy, but like in sort of like that like gelatinous way. You know, like they've been sitting out for too long. They looked wet. Yeah, like gelatinous. <laughs> yeah, but in, in interior, like, dry but wet. Yeah, the interior you can imagine is just like chalk. Bad this meatballs. Is gross. Yeah. And this I don't is eat gross. asparagus. So Not that the was cat gross. poop talk earlier. This is yeah. the one. This is Wait, this is Jess, it. did you just say you don't eat asparagus? I don't like asparagus. Uh, you gotta, you it's haven't good. lived until you've had I real asparagus. I have tried it so many times, yeah. and you know what? It's just not for me. Sure. Live your life. That's great. Yeah. 
I like other green things. More for me. Um, so Annie and Frankie are talking about Annie's compulsive need to be helpful. And Frankie says, we have the same dragon. Eventually you slay it or drain it or dissolve in its stomach. Its name is helping others. And yeah. then they realize, hey, we should come up with the name for our dragon. So Annie compulsively helps by making this list of names. For Princess Firebreath. <laughs> Serpent is really good. I think hmm. Jimmy Talon is my favorite. I mean, she started getting very punny. Christian yeah. scale. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Carson Scaly, Jude Claw. I like Jude Claw. Jude Claw is not bad. Yeah. I, Ariana, Ariana Puffington. That's a stretch. One. That one's like, eh, I think. That's more like stoner Ariana Huffington. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, she's the magic dragon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's great. I but I don't fun. think that Puff the Magic Dragon has like enough branding anymore. What? Like, I think, I don't what? know. Well, I think like if, but you gotta say the whole I'm name. Sorry, is all the, thing. the all the tears that I shed as a child over that song yeah. beg to differ. Do I have to get back to the "we're old" conversation? Okay, that <laughs> was a long old. time ago. Wow. Those tears. Uh, you have did, to say the full name. Do the teens really the magic know dragon? About... You can't just abbreviate it to puff, and someone knows what you're talking about. That's true because people might think you're talking about a microphone puff. Sure. Um, yeah, that is the first puff that <laughs> yeah. got them. I will sure. say the first thing that came to my mind was puffs the soror- the secret so- like society in Gilmore uh-huh. Girls. So that's just oh, like, that's yeah, true. There are the puffs. Like, almost nobody. Yeah. yeah. And the puffs is a like a um. Isn't there a cereal called puffs? Yeah. Stop it, Aaron. Don't you dare. I can't lots, of di- on the lots of different types of puffs. <laughs> There's different ways uh, that you could talk about puffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the magic dragon, unfortunately, doesn't make the top five anymore. What about like cocoa puffs? Yep. Ooh. That's on there first. <laughs> yeah. That's that first? Is- well, before puff the magic dragon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are there other type of cereal puffs or only corn puffs? Corn puffs. There we go. All sorts of puffs. Lots of puffs. Cheese puffs. Cheese puffs. Really great yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, this, it... this chat knows exactly what it's doing. Writing yeah. out the lyrics to that song. They know yeah. exactly what they're yeah. doing. The live, Look at live, you, chat. You know exactly what you're doing. The live version of this episode of Community Building is just straight up singing Puff the Magic Dragon. Mm-hmm. Because we are all old. We are Collectively <laughs> old. old. There and we go. have back pain. Um, so <laughs> crisis alert. Garrett's older brother Bones is here. Great name. Uh, he's un- going to be unable to do the best man toast, and so Jeff, of course, offers because he could do a mean winger speech. He'll do a winger speech, but he's not going to just do a winger speech. He's going for depth this time. He is, and I will say, the maid of honor's toast is trash. It's we don't so really trash. hear any of it. What do we hear? We hear like the end. We hear her referring to Stacy's like first time having sex, and yep. then also yep. like threatening Garrett if he stops her from painting. Which yeah, makes don't you worry. ever stop painting, Stacy? Don't let try it to... stop you. Yeah. Does he try to stop her painting? Because that sounds awfully Apparently. controlling to me, yeah. Garrett. Oh, uh, crisis alert! Regret my dean's list point. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Jeff's turn, yeah. And so he's like, "Don't let Andy babysit." Yikes! But. He's like, you know what? We've He's like connecting so... people across the families, right? Yeah, like you're like cool, a car yeah. salesperson. You build cars, this and that. This family is now one. And guess what? Great Aunt Polly <laughs> and Stacy's Mima are both 90 years old. And guess what? They grew up in the same town. Yeah. Let's introduce them. We've never met before tonight. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Mima and Aunt Polly are the same woman. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a man that knows how to marry his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. It's Did you see this coming, Josh? You couldn't have. No. Yeah. This Not is at all. Crisis coming. alert. Crisis alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's great. How long did it take you to figure it out? Was it all the way until they said, oh, my God, it's the yeah. same person? Yeah. I was like, wait, okay. what? And then... <laughs> 
Yeah. Because there's a point earlier in the episode I realized on my rewatch when uh, Annie's like, oh, I was dancing with one of them. Maybe yes, the other thing is like, something. I'm going to go talk to her. And Frankie like stops her. And this is when they have the whole like dragon slaying conversation, which first of all, I didn't need community to read me uh, no. quite so badly. That was no. uncalled for. But no. also, um, yeah, it was funny on the rewatch that I was like, oh, Annie could have figured it out earlier, mm -hmm. but didn't because of this. Yeah. yeah. She was too busy writing down <laughs> dragon names. Yeah, uh, so enough. Garrett's mom faints into Todd's arm when she finds out uh and it's so awkward at the wedding now everyone's blaming themselves because they were messing up the wedding and britta turns out uses hitler too much as an analogy you know what's <laughs> weird is i was gonna ask you both like what are the worst maid of honor best man speeches you've ever heard and then i decided mm. not to bring it up because the one that i saw that's the worst also referenced hitler above oh, gosh. like i didn't want to bring down the mood of the podcast <laughs> But then you're reminding me that Britta does it here in the episode. <laughs> I'm not joking, too. And this was like long before the MAGA movement. Uh, it, was, it was bad. Oh, it was like it was like uh, it was a, it was an attempt to illustrate the extent of empathy that the bride had as a child uh, that she went to the library to remove every single book that had mention of Hitler. So no one ever had to learn about it. And it's like, I mean, I guess I like, to be in a made of I, it's like, I guess I sort of kind of understand like what you're gesturing at, but there's no other there was, examples of empathy. There yeah. was a much better way to do that. <laughs> that did not provoke <laughs> Hitler at your wedding. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Terrible. Not great. Not I, great. I've been yeah. to so many weddings, but I don't really remember any like particularly bad oh i mean usually the worst out. ones are when the person giving the speech is drunk um mm -hmm. they only talk about inside jokes yeah that's i was gonna like, say that's probably yeah. the worst that i've experienced and number like three is it goes so on too long like yeah. those are like the three pitfalls yeah worst yeah. speech i ever saw hit all three of those buckets nailed it yep yeah. and it I've went and reference hitler one. that's number four yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was the second worst. The other one was worse. Yeah. yeah. I remember a few that stands out. My friend's dad gave like one of an an all time speech. I just like had the entire crowd in tears. Yeah. Um, That's always it good. Was, it was like, I can't remember the order, but it was like a one two punch of like her dad and then her twin sister both giving these speeches that I was like, Ugh, and I was just like a puddle on the floor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are like the good ones stand out for me. I, I don't have any like particularly bad speech memories, thankfully, yeah. I guess. Yeah. My friend's father gave one of the most powerful speeches ever. Uh, and he was like, not like a big talker usually. And he mm -hmm. stood up there. He was like, like freaking Aragorn, just like showing <laughs> up, like getting like his, his crown. Mm -hmm. And he, he talked about like, when you were born, I held you in my arms <laughs> and I spoke to you and I said, you're going to be a good man. You're my son. And I'm very proud. And like everyone's like, oh, <laughs> losing it. Losing Did it. Like, someone from Bill, the back be like, never anyway. happened. Yeah. 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 And that's the same wedding in which the worst best man speech I ever saw. Oh, well. Happened. So, well, you, you know, gotta have like, some balances. Highs yeah. and lows. Yeah. Highs and lows. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, like, not make someone the best, like, maid of honor, best man, whatever, at your wedding because you knew they wouldn't be good at the speech. But that it would be like the reason you're like, you know what? You can just yeah, be in the wedding party. That being a probably. probably. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 I could see oh, that a right babe here. text from Emily Fox saying, you're pulling out the classics today. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sure am. Sure I am. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. So Jean tells Britta, we're all the worst right now, so take a day off. Yeah, take a day off. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh and so uh dean says i was a good dean before you guys you can't disprove it uh yep. he, elroy says he relapsed because of everybody <laughs> so sad and chang thinks that he's at his best with the group he likes the group yeah and they're and all that's, like okay, that's let's, enough yeah that just tracks uh they're all like let's leave separately and this is when garrett makes a speech uh, he says, we won't be cutting the cake or dancing. And I believe there was a guy in a Homer Simpson costume that was going to surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he consulted with a lawyer and it is legal uh, in this state to marry your cousin. But after talking to our family, we feel an annulment is warranted. And so Chang is like, I got to save this party. Chang does the winger speech. Yeah. Chang winger speech is this thing. He shows up. Uh, he convinces mm -hmm. them that they're good for each other. 
Is anyone here going to make less fun of these two or be better friends to them no matter what they do? Uh, he shows up and he like he really binds them together. Is this like a metaphor for the study group that there's like sort of like this like incestuous toxicity to the study group <laughs> too? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I like that. It's also like, are any of you going to like stop making fun of them if they don't yeah. get married? To each other? <laughs> I was like, no, we're still going to make fun of them just yeah. as much. <laughs> so you may as well do it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Garrett says, Stacy. Will you be my legally incestuous wife? Uh, she says yes. And then he bellows to the room. Everyone stay and eat cake or go to hell. Uh, it's incredible. <laughs> which has lived rent free in my head since I watched it. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, the end credit scene is just so bleh. Uh -huh. It's literally the writer breaks Hatton. And he's talking about how, oh, there's incest on this episode. We get like a very funny, uh, you know, comedic version of Dan Harmon in the background. Yeah. And it, it's all like about giant bottle of alcohol. Right uh -huh. yeah. 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 It's uh, so, yeah. yeah, this whole thing, it was very funny in to me in the sense that the article he's referring to is an actual New York Times article. I looked it up. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was true. Um. I used to work at a genetic counseling clinic. I feel the need to like <laughs> bring up the fact that while what he's saying is true, it's still really weird. And like, <laughs> you should definitely go for genetic counseling because uh, there's basically, I, it's funny. I'm like, I was telling Jess, I'm working on a project right now for work in like basically recessive uh, a, a disease that's based on like recessive gene meaning yeah. that if you're related you're you're like more likely to get it so the amount of times in the paper it refers to like whether or not the parents were related for this child who's being examined so it was just like very funny timing that i'm like i've been reading a lot about the offspring of cousin marriages lately yeah. for work and then i watched this episode and i was like oh gosh so yeah i don't know the it's stats behind it weird. if anyone cares the cousins share 12 and a half percent of their dna which for me is too much that's too more much. dna than i'd like more dna than i'd like personally too much. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of dna actually i think 12 and a half percent feels like a lot of dna it does uh, like uh siblings <laughs> are 50 percent parent like parent any child like it's you know it's a lot of dna yeah. it's a lot of dna uh and i think it's weird that like and should have maybe been like a cautionary tale that like if it was true that in the writer's room they were like all right well we'll do the episode but you have to show up for the <laughs> penultimate end tag and identify yourself and live with this as your legacy yeah uh then we'll do it uh, and so, like, I guess on one hand, I'm like, all right, you've made it however many episodes of Community we've made it. If you want to do, like, an end tag that's just, an in, like, a self-congratulatory in-joke, okay, you, may, you know, you've made it this far, have fun with it. But also, like, Abed was filming this documentary the whole time. We didn't do something with that instead. Yeah. Like, yep. it feels like just like a big, like, wasted opportunity to do this, like, really strange, like, I'm Troy McClure moment, you know, that just, like, doesn't quite land. So, streets behind. Yeah, that's actually a great point. Like, the only reason he was filming was what? So we could get that scene of, like, Annie filming her, like... I, and then I guess the home alone moment. Like, there's mm -hmm. not that many. No, it jokes. doesn't really. It doesn't yeah, because really you'd rather have Abed in the episode, yeah, like yeah. doing things. But yeah. Um. Side note: the other thing I looked up just for curiosity, the U.S. is actually the only Western country with cousin marriage restrictions. Uh, Canada, Mexico, Europe, all allow it. No just problem. Just go, so. go cousin cousin wedding crazy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yikes. Yeah. Cousins well. in love. You know what to do. Go to the Great White <laughs> you North. You know what to do. Yeah. I mean, just please see a genetic counselor first. See a genetic counselor yeah. first. It's a thing or don't have kids. Mm -hmm. Also an option. Feedback yeah. time. Uh, some F community feedback. This is from Riley. Riley says that a while back, Josh said that the Brig was the best episode of Lost in a way that he basically said meant it isn't actually the best episode of Lost, but when he watches the Brig, it feels like the best episode of Lost. Yes, I hold to that point. Uh, Riley says, this is my version of that for Community. I don't think it's the best episode of Community, but I do think it's the funniest episode of Community, uh, or I, at least I do every time I watch.
watch it, it feels like the funniest episode of Community. Uh, I respect that take. Uh, I respect that take from Ryan. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, it is fun. Um, Bram writes in, this one and the paintball one preceding it feel like the show has finally gotten back to its usual high-quality hilarity. Season six has really felt uneven, bordering on season four levels to me at times, uh, Melissa. Um, but these last couple of episodes have felt worse. Uh, worse it. Whoa, I said it wrong. Worth it. Worth it. Uh, new characters are feeling more like a cohesive part of the group to me. And Abed has been fun again. So glad to be having a ton of fun with the show again. Uh, the great Eric Divestein closes us out with, with all but one episode of season six now watch. I'm curious for Josh's nearly final thoughts on the season six study group. Did Frankie and Elroy work as well as the main cast? And how do they compare to other temporary study group members like Hickey, Duncan, and Chang? That's really disrespectful to Chang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> does the overall group still work without Shirley or Troy? Um, I don't think that the overall group works as well without Shirley and Troy. I th- and, I, and I think that there is something, Melissa, what you said about season four, at least having Troy and Shirley. They're at least there. Um, that does matter a lot. I really do like Frankie and Elroy a lot. I do, but I can't shake the feeling that community shouldn't be happening at this point uh, is sort of this feeling that I have. Like, I'm glad that it is because I think it's yielded some really good results. I think some of the episodes, last week's episode is an all-timer for me, um, but I can't help shaking the feeling that like, okay, maybe they got canceled and that would have been okay. And that like the fabled sixth season didn't have to happen. And maybe we could just kind of leave it there. Um, as for where like Frankie and Elroy stand, next to Hickey and Duncan, because I'm not going to put Chang into this. I think for me, the last place, should I, should I try and rank them? Sure, why not? I think that I would go Duncan last. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duncan gets my last pick. Uh, and then I, I think it's hard for me to break the tie between Frankie, Elroy, and Hickey. So that's a good thing, is that I think all three of them are great characters. I think all three of them are great characters. Mm-hmm. I think Duncan's fine. Duncan's not my favorite. Uh, I like John Oliver well enough, but I just don't think that he's like super, super great. And in fact, could be quite awful on the show at times. So anyway, I don't know. Can I turn the question to you two? Do you think that the, what are your thoughts on the season six study group? I think it takes a, a long time for Elroy specifically to like really find his groove. Like I feel like his best moment is in this episode and it's the penultimate of the yeah. series, you know, yeah. Frankie, hits a little bit quicker for me. I wish they'd made her like slightly more different than Annie because they do kind of fit into the same archetype. She's obviously older and like as a bit more of a mentor for Annie, but Melissa, you tell me if you disagree. I just feel like they could have gone completely different in the opposite direction with a new character. Yeah. It, it does sort of feel like it's retreading some ground there. I also just don't really see Frankie and Elroy as members of the study group. I just see them as like also there. Um, and especially because I think like Frankie is, it doesn't feel like she's on the same like power level as yeah. they are. Right. She has some, some sort of level of authority over them, which makes it. And I don't really understand Elroy's deal. He like made a video game and lives in an RV. Mm-hmm. Why, why is he here? I guess he's teaching at the, at the college now. Yeah. At Greendale. Um, yeah. I don't know. To me, like I, I really enjoyed Hickey. I think I would rank him above the other two. And then yeah, Frankie and Elroy kind of in the middle. Yeah. It depends um, on the episode. Yeah. It's interesting. I, it's so funny because community often ends up on very high up on these lists of shows where they're like the top, you know, comedies of all time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like com- community ends up so high. And I think it's because people remember the first three seasons of community and ignore the last three. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I think that there's something to that for sure. Yeah. yeah I think I, if it's, the show had it's got canceled fair. after three, it would be heralded as like the absolutely best. one of the best. Yeah. It's ties are so high. Real bad. Yeah. It's ties are really high. And I think like even like here in the final season, uh, last week for me was such a high point. And this is a really good episode too. Uh, And season five, that opening stretch really is like the greatest stretch of the show for me. Um, But like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, well, you can't, can we really do this that Donald Glover? And I don't know that it has passed that stress test for me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, meow meow beans. 
all of them are basically the same for me. Uh, fours for almost everybody. Jeff, Britta, Annie, Chang, all getting a four. All four of them elicited an enormous laugh for me. Maybe Jeff the least of those four, but without Jeff bringing out a great Aunt Polly, uh, we don't have like the huge shock at the end of the episode, so I'll give him credit for a four. Give Abed a three, so just like a half point past being there. He doesn't appear on screen. He's the reason the episode is structured the way it's episodes, so at least like credit for filming the thing uh but i do wish that we had gotten more abed content than we got um and then dean for me is just there dean doesn't really have a moment that i i think about uh leaving this episode so 2.5 meow meow deans those are my meow meow beans melissa what did you do yeah it's sort of similar so i have the the dean and abed both at a three because again it's like they're there they sort of contributed to the funny group moments but didn't really do anything individually that i thought yeah. was really funny um jeff i gave a three and a half mostly for like his speech and um some of the stuff he did but he wasn't as funny as i think the others were or as funny as i know jeff can be uh but then uh britta annie and chang i thought each had moments that i thought was really funny um a chang speech at the end is just so ridiculous to me that he's so like digging deep for this big inspirational moment that i'm like what are you doing why is this happening right now and then he's so proud of himself and yeah. I'm like, no but it it was you know he wasn't actually like harming anybody i guess so i was like you know what good for you <laughs> so yeah fair jess I gave Chang a 2.5. I don't know. He just didn't really make me laugh. Like, even his, like, speech, I just didn't... What Garrett says after is more funny than anything Chang says at, uh -huh. in that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, I gave sure. Dean and Abed threes. Abed's, like, again, like you said, he's not behind the camera. Who really cares? Dean, I gave him the little bit of a bump above, above a 2.5 because of the, like, all right, Britta, we're all the worst, okay? Just, <laughs> it's enough. Mm -hmm. I, I really liked that line. Uh, I gave Jeff also a three because, again, he gives us the incest moment, which is so incredible. And Britta, I gave a four. And I'm trying. Oh, it's because of the Aubrey Plaza impression, her Garrett impression. And I just really appreciated how she's just like, my accountant wears black nail polish. And Annie's like, you don't have an accountant. <laughs> and that exchange is also why I gave uh, Annie a three and a half. Cause I and plus jimming the, the camera. You jimming know, the camera. I'm fun. a sucker. What can yes. I say? Um, but yeah, no okay. change in the rankings. Currently. No, Dean is still at the top looking good for a Dean victory here for the Meow Meow Deans, though Britta is not out of reach yet. She has 126.5 Meow Meow Beans. Uh, so uh, if Dean has a really bad finale, like I think it could happen, or if Britta just has like a next level finale, it could happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see. Chang in third place, 119.5 Meow Meow Beans. Then it's Annie with 107.5. Jeff with 105.5. And look at you, Abed. You broke 100. Uh, so that's good. Um, Dean's list for this episode. Jess, you're going with Elroy. I just, that's a man who knows how to get a Dean's list. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, this is the moment I've been waiting for. There are obviously so many people who I feel like could get it in this episode. But I had to give it to Elroy because I just love his nonstop complimenting. Uh, I did end up giving it to Garrett. Uh, eat cake or go to hell uh, is I hope to say this to somebody someday uh, and like mean it would be great. Uh, <laughs> eat cake or go to hell killed me. Uh, Melissa, you're going with Garrett's mother. I loved that she went up to this group of people that she's never met before and was like, do you know what you're being? A group of jerks at my son's wedding. Mm -hmm. Stop being a jerk. And I was like, do you know what? You go, Garrett's mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I almost gave it to Frankie just because I loved this whole, like, dragon slaying talk. Um, but I was like, you know, no, who made me happy this episode? It was Garrett's mom. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, with the Elroy point, we now have a tie in the Dean's List standings between Frankie and Elroy. Uh, uh -huh. currently with five Dean's List points apiece. Will this get broken next week? Uh, very exciting to see. Uh, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll find out how that goes. It's, it's definitely our closest Dean's List race ever. ever. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. It's great. Uh, rating the episode in Cools. I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was really fun. I definitely didn't love it the way that I loved last week's episode of the show. Like last mm -hmm. week's episode was on another level for me. This was really fun. I'm giving it 3.5. That might feel low for some people who really, really love this episode. Part of it for me is like 
to highlight the disparity of like just how much I loved last week's episode. I really enjoyed this. Do not get me wrong. I had a good time. But if we have a consensus streets behind on the second to last end tag, that's not phenomenal. Uh, so it gets penalized a little bit for that. Otherwise, really terrific episode. 3.5. Cools from me. Jess, what did you do? I gave it 3.8. This is one of my favorite episodes of the season. I I love the twist of the incest. Garrett being like a focal point is just incredible. The study group. I love that when the show points out how awful the study group is, like as an ensemble, they're just like always being chaotic and messy. And I, I love when the show points that out. I just think it's a, it's a really lovely, incredible episode. So 3.8 for me. Melissa? Yeah, I went 3.5. It's To me, it's a good episode, but maybe it's just that I got really bogged down with like how bad season six has been up to this point. Yeah. But I was like, okay, like it's good in comparison to the rest of season six. But to me, it doesn't touch the highs at all of some of those one through three episodes. So I just need there to like still be an important gap here. And to me, it's like, that. it's a good episode. And yeah. it's yeah. kind of as high as I'm willing to go for that. Yeah. Fair yeah, it's fair. The audience gives it a 3.70, so right between us. We're, we're right there. Uh, that gives it a current average of 3.63 cools, which makes it the second best episode of Community Season 6, which I am thrilled by. Uh, yeah, I that totally tracks. Totally tracks, totally works mm-hmm. for me, but for sure modern espionage should be, uh, should be where it is, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, so... That's Community Season 6, Episode 12, the penultimate episode of Community. And here, not quite the penultimate episode of Community Building, but like we only have one more episode to watch, and we're going to make you wait for it. We're not on next week. We have to take a skip week. Just Sterling with a much deserved vacation. Uh, I'm on vacay, baby. So we're going to take the week off just like to like emotionally prepare ourselves, mm-hmm. get ready, uh, extend the grieving process. <laughs> and then we'll be back in two weeks to talk about emotional consequences of broadcast television. Melissa, have you seen the series finale before? I have, so I had no chill, and I okay. made it, I watched it after I watched this episode. Can you I, give it a tease without any details? Like, how about like a? Uh, did you enjoy yourself? Did you like the finale? I did it. I did not like it as much as I wanted to. Mm. I did not feel <gasps> like it did justice to all six seasons of this show. Mm. This is sort of my take, but I will mm. let you I uh, con- This is good for me. I need I need to be I need the extremes. I need the polls. Yeah. We can uh, people may have various thoughts. I think my feeling is that seasons 1 through 3 deserved better seasons four through six got what they deserved so you know where do we end up there wow jess is devastated right now i really love the series finale i mean maybe my thoughts will change but i've seen it a bunch of times and i remember like loving it i think that i'm in a good spot expectations are tempered uh i think i'm going i'm going into it with like Am I going to have fun with the gang one last time? Uh, Am I going to feel these emotional consequences of broadcast television one more time? Uh, And I think if they can succeed on that, I'm going to be pleased. And if they can't succeed on that, sounds like they're making a movie. So, you know, uh, we'll get another shot at it. So (laughs) two weeks from now. It's up there like top three episodes of season six or these last three. It's it's still it's still good. It's still good. I'm excited. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. We'll be back in two weeks to discuss it. Make sure you're subscribed. Community building, post-show recaps, wherever you get your podcasts, including the patron feed if you're a patron at patreon.com slash post-show recaps. Uh, and you can send us in your scores for all of these episodes to community building at postshowrecaps.com. Melissa, tell the people what you got going on. I think uh, you've got a you've got a podcast to record as soon as you're done with this one. Uh, yeah, so people can follow me on social media. I tend to be Melissa W twenty eight, Melissa Woodward twenty eight. You can find me places. Follow me there. Um, otherwise, I podcast here. This is the best place to find me talking about Doctor Who with the great Adam H and Kevin Mahadeo every week. Uh, so we are currently 
brand new starting into series five, which is Matt Smith's first season, if that means anything to you. But if it doesn't, this is a really great time to jump in. We are at really good at Doctor Who and we've basically just started the new season. So it's really easy time to to jump in with some of the best Doctor Who. Uh, I'm so excited. I think Jess, you're watching it for the first time, right? As we go, yeah. Through. No, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Yeah, there's so much good stuff yeah. coming. It's it's great. I'm very excited. Amazing, Jess. What kind of shit of the '90s thought you lately, and what else you got going on? Oh my gosh, we put out a three-hour Dawson's Creek finale podcast <laughs> because it was you couldn't do the extra episode. five hours to match the lost down the no, hatch series finale no. coverage. Do you think they warrant the same amount of attention <laughs> attention to detail? I don't know. No, the answer is no. Okay. Um, but uh, we're still having a few more right. Dawson's Creek podcasts come out. We're also covering Freaks and Geeks. That has been so much fun. The show is so fun. We love Bill. Praise Bill. Everything is Bill. Um, <laughs> and um, soon we're going to be covering Felicity. So keep your eyes open on Shit 90. No Shows love Talking. for Neil. No love for Neil. Neil is my <laughs> least favorite. Neil sucks. I hate Neil, actually. <laughs> Feels the worst. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check that out over on Shinesha Stop Me. Over here on Pusher Recaps, Grace Ariel and I just wrapped up the after party. So that was a ton of fun. Uh, we finally solved the murder mystery in season two. And Josh and I are covering Billions, which mm-hmm. is just uh, Josh, wild I can't wait time. for you to watch this this episode of Billions that's coming out. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's a wild time, the Billions podcast on the Succession podcast feed. So if you listen to our Succession yes. podcast on Poster Recaps, you can check out our Billions podcasts as well. So this brings us to a conclusion for the penultimate episode of Community. We will be back in two weeks' time to talk about the series finale. And for the penultimate time, I shall say, eat cake or go to hell. Just kidding. Corey B, take us away. End of the road, but we're in luck. Publishers are interested just like Jim the Duck. I got it. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail green.